What is good, everybody? Welcome to an instant reaction podcast here on the Gold Standard Podcast Network. I'm Rob Stats Guerrero. Levin Black is going to hop in shortly. Started the stream a little bit early because of what happened in the division or in the wild card, excuse me, round of the playoffs. We know who the 49ers opponent is going to be. It will be the Green Bay Packers because they went into AT&T Stadium and molly whipped the Dallas Cowboys 48 to 32. I am very happy to be joined by Levin Black right now. Levin, we know who it's going to be. We didn't know for sure that we would know at this point in the evening, but it's Niners Packers at Levi's next week. All right, first off, you couldn't wait for me to start? Jeez. Nope, I couldn't. I was too Not ex- even 8 o'clock. Oh, my God. I was too excited because I saw your tweet about <laughs> Micah Parsons and how much yeah. crap he talked on his yeah. podcast. Hey, Micah, what happened? I thought we were going to see you again. Micah, <laughs> where are you? We're here. Where are you? Oh, that's right. You're on your couch watching for the rest of the playoffs because once again, the Dallas Cowboys fell flat on their face. Yeah, uh, soft as butter teams should just shut the hell up. It, it's not good to do a bunch of, you know, extracurricular talking if you're going to be soft when, when it matters. And this Dallas Cowboys team is extremely soft. Everybody wants to talk about Miami being that way. This Dallas Cowboys team is more soft than they are. So they, 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 they are extremely, extremely soft. They, they falter when it matters. They play a good team. They're in their own heads. They just fall apart. They don't look like themselves. You know, the Niners saw that when it was 42 to 10. Like, the Cowboys, talent-wise, are not 32 points worse than the 49ers. But when they play a good team, the Cowboys crater because they're soft. So they look worse than they should be. I 100% agree with you. I have a one overarching point I want to make because I'm already hearing something early. Coffee's gone? Well, no. There's no way he survived. With the way this game went, I think he's gone. The thing I keep hearing already is, oh, Jordan Love, look out. Jordan Love, not going to be easy for the Niners next week. And I agree. It's not going to be easy. But let me say this. Why isn't anybody saying, look out, Brock Purdy, right? Why did the Packers, you're not locked in here with us, Green Bay. Well, the thing is, the Green Bay defense continues to be crap. I went and looked. Uh, as I was coming downstairs, I was pulling it up on my phone. Yes, I was risking my life going downstairs while on my phone. Just for you, Stats. But they gave up, you know, this whole, they finished 6-2 and two and now they won against Dallas, right? So they're a different team than what their record would indicate, right? Well, even during that streak, that's nine games, they gave up an average of 22 points, which isn't terrible, but not good. Certainly not good enough, I would say, to beat the 49ers. I think if, if you're a below-average defense, which 22 is below average, you're going to be in a world of hurt when you play the 49ers. But worse than that, they've been lucky to only give up 22 points. They've given up at least 337 yards in all but two of those games. And those two games were the Jaron Hall started Minnesota Vikings game and the last game of the season against the Bears when they had nothing to play for and clearly – were all checked out already. Those are the only two games where they gave up less than 337 yards. They've given up more than 400, four times out of nine. They gave up 510 against the Cowboys tonight. And they gave up 37 first downs tonight. The Cowboys offense moved the ball. They just shot themselves in the foot until the very end. But 
the Packers defense is just not good enough. That's the difference. Their offense might be different. Their offense might be a difference maker. Their defense is not. Yeah. I mean, I don't, again, it's not going to be easy, but uh, look, you could sit here and say all you want about Jordan Love. Brock Purdy's numbers are basically the same. So, like, you got to say it about both is my point. I screwed it up earlier. We're not locked in here with you. You're locked in here with me. That's the analogy from uh, Watchmen, one of my favorite movies. Ross Lewis says, who are we scared of? Nobody. Uh, Jada Man says, Cowboys loss was worse than it looks. It was really 48 to 16. That's the best thing for the Niners because the Packers, like, took out all their starters and they were like, we're good. And then all of a sudden, Dallas came back and made it a two-score game. They had to put their starters back in. So it was like you blew them out, but you kind of didn't. So you still had to work to the end. So that benefits the 49ers. I mean, Dallas had the ball in the game for 31 minutes. They actually had it longer than Green Bay did. Dallas ran 89 plays in the game. So this this works out for the Niners a little bit. Yeah, that defense has to be tired. And like I said, they're not a good defense. So the Niners should be able to put up points. And I don't think the Packers are going to be able to put up enough. The Packers are, to me... They're a good offense, but not a great offense at this point. Those wide receivers, I'm not scared of. Like, yeah, they put up a lot of yards and points in this game because the Dallas defense was blowing coverages. Like, it wasn't just bad coverage. They were flat out blowing coverage. There were, I can think of three right now, right off the top of my head, times that a wide receiver was 30 plus yards down the field and nobody on the screen when he was catching the ball. Luke Musk. Dallas. Oh, my God. (laughs) So... The Dallas defense just blew coverages left and right. Like their game plan clearly did not get installed well to the the players. The players just did not receive the message. They were constantly confused. I don't know if they tried to change things from what they usually do, and that led to confusion or what it was, but they were just blowing coverages. Uh, Seattle Seahawks, feel free to hire Dan Quinn (laughs) at your leisure. Fire that up. Give me that defense twice a year. And, And the other thing, too, like the Luke Musgrave, he was wide open. If we're going to ding Brock for those, why isn't anybody dinging Jordan Love for that? They were coverage busts all over the place. So, like, I'm just saying, treat them the same. That's my only thing. If you don't, if you're going to treat Brock like that, then treat then treat uh, Jordan Love like that. Jason PDSI, YouTube channel member, says, I'd feel better if Aaron Rodgers were a quarterback. That's funny because we always kick the hell out of him. By the way, Jason's a YouTube channel member. Please become a YouTube channel member. Support the channel. It's less than $3 a month. You get priority comment response. You get custom emojis. You get a membership badge as well. It's a great way to support the channel. If you want to pay a dollar extra a month, you'll get early access to our 49ers in 5, our five-minute news update that comes out every morning. You pay that extra dollar. You get immediate access. You don't have to wait until the next day. Uh, it's a good point. Aaron Rodgers always goes down. And guess what? We could start that streak with Jordan Love. We could start the streak this year. I am down with that. Chris Maldonado says, do you think the weather might affect travel for the Packers? Is there crazy weather in Dallas? He's probably, I would assume he's talking about Green Bay. Like leaving Green Bay to come to San Francisco. I have no idea. I don't know what the weather is in Green Bay. I I know Wisconsin got dumped on because my brother lives in Milwaukee. But I mean, two or three. Yeah, I was going to say like cities that get lots of snow all the time, like Green Bay, they're well equipped. Within 24 hours, everything's good to go. It doesn't matter what the weather is. Right. Like I I do know my brother got like a foot the other day. Wow. Chris says they're going home, then flying back to us. Glad we don't go anywhere for the rest of the playoffs. Same time zone. Yep. We don't leave the Pacific time zone the rest of the year. Uh, Benjamin Bear says, hey, Levin, as I told stats, it's Alice, as in no D. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. It's funny because it's true. Yeah, Uh, that's a good dad joke. I appreciate it. 
Shades by Chardal says Jair had a non-contact injury. That's true. Did you? I don't know if you saw that. Jair Alexander yeah. went down. He was banged up to begin with coming into the game. He had a nice interception early on. Yeah. Um, I don't know the status with him. I wasn't paying that close attention to the game. I don't know. Did he come back in? I don't know what the deal is. Yeah, I don't know. I was doing bedtime during like the last five minutes of that yeah, game. Yeah, me too. So um, <laughs> it was 48 to 16 when I went upstairs. So yeah. Um, so look, good for the Packers, right? You're the first seven seed to ever win. Now they've only had a seven seed for four years, but still you're the first seven seed to do it. You played well. Your defense forced turnovers. Your offense played well. Aaron Jones had a massive game. I'm not trying to like say that the Niners are just going to show up and, and dominate them without working hard, but this is the outcome we wanted, right? Levin, like yeah. this is it for the 49ers. You're healthy. You're rested. You've got the seven seed, the worst team by seeding that you could possibly play. You have coming to your house on Sunday or probably Saturday. If you don't do it this year, when are you going to do it? Like they have to get it done. You have no excuses left. Yeah. Like what teams left? Like Dallas was the only team I feel like talent wise was capable of rising to a Niners level. They have lots of talent. I mean, you look at that offensive line when they showed the like starters at the beginning of the game, they had all pro listed for all the people that made all pro. They have three offensive linemen that made all pro. Explain to me how they can't run the ball. <laughs> they could not run the ball. No, it, that the offense doesn't make sense. You have one of the best all-time offensive lines. It's aged. It's not at their peak anymore. But that offensive line, since they came together, is one of the best of all time. They're, they're a dominant offensive line. I think they've had... All five of them have made a Pro Bowl at some point. I think one of them's retired now, but at one point they had five people that had made all, made the Pro Bowl. They have three different ones that make All Pro more often than they don't in their career. Like that's insane, and yet they can't run the ball. Just M- McCarthy is gone, and I know it's a 49ers show, but I do think it's worth talking about. Who would they hire? Belichick. I don't see those two coexisting at all. I've heard that Belichick and Jerry Jones really get along. I was with you until I started talking to some people and what I've heard is that they actually do get along. Um, so maybe that's not as big an obstacle as I thought, but yeah, I think McCarthy is out. I think it's clear. They scored when the Packers went up, I think it was 21, nothing. They immediately cut to Jerry Jones in the booth and he turned mm-hmm. around immediately. And it was like, he was saying like, call bill right now. Like, or McCarthy's done. Like it just looked like he was, he was out of it. Um, I, I think McCarthy- I'll say this. If Bill Belichick is wanting to like cement legacy, like that's the only reason why he has to stick around, get the wins record. Well, right. one Dallas is set up for winning. Unlike any of the other options that would be out there currently. Yep. Two. It, it's almost like a cementing your legacy by it's not quite at this level, but it's what I compare it to as a Cubs fan ending the curse. This is an all-time great franchise yep. that used to win a ton, and now they haven't made an NFC Championship game in what's going to be 30 years. So if you come in and you get them over the hump, it's like another feather in your cap to what's already the most littered <laughs> cap of feathers there is. But like that that's something that might appeal to him that other teams can't bring him. Atlanta doesn't bring that. Nobody gives a shit if Atlanta wins or not. You know what I mean? Dallas, on the other hand, is a different story. Like, that is the ultimate high. Can you imagine riding off into the sunset with the wins record and delivering a Super Bowl to the Dallas Cowboys after 30 years? Like, that that's the ultimate high to leave on. 
And you know Belichick's not going to re- a rebuilding plan. So there's that. Uh, Hyman on Twitch. Shout out to everybody on Twitch. We love you. Uh, Hyman says, Ben Solak got the Niners losing to the Lions. I respect Ben Solak. I like Ben Solak. I don't care. Like, I don't care. You're the Niners now. There's one, to me, there is one team left that should threaten you in the NFC, and it's the Rams. And they may lose to the Lions later tonight. Like, that's it. There's no excuse. And I, I tweeted out, the Niners are a home win against the seven-seeded Packers and another win the next week away from the Super Bowl. Like, holy God, that's where we are right now. We're talking about three more wins. That's it. This is not like pie in the sky. It's a lot more real as we sit here on January 14th. Three more wins. Yeah, aren't you glad I convinced you to book the uh, Vegas hotel room early? I am. I absolutely am. <laughs> because the, the moment the game is like the moment NFC Championship Sunday hits, everything gets booked. Yeah. So, and I know that from experience because when the Niners were in the Super Bowl in uh, New Orleans 10 years ago, I literally looked because I used to live in New Orleans. I was like, okay, there's a com- couple of hotels out there. That's okay. Plus, I always had the backup of my buddy's couch because mm-hmm. my buddy still lives there. I waited to make sure the Niners were going to win. And then I went to book and like literally the cheapest hotel room was like a thousand dollars a night. <laughs> the hotel has been booked for weeks. The Luxor baby. That's where we'll be. Uh, you better come with me, by the way. Uh, Ghost Warren 22 says Green Bay's defense made Tommy Cutlets look elite for yeah. a game. And then they come to play against Dak. What a strange unit. I keep telling people Mike McCarthy is a baked potato as a head coach. He's a baked <laughs> potato nobody in the playoffs has done less with more than Mike McCarthy he had one of the greatest quarterbacks we've ever seen for over a decade and he won one Super Bowl okay that's what Mike McCarthy does he's good enough to win in the regular season in the playoffs he pees down his leg no it's because he has pretty basic and predictable offense in my opinion it's outdated we all know this. It's it's the West Coast offense from the 90s. He's still running it. And the problem is, yeah, when you outclass the other team with talent, you can still put up a bunch of yards and points. When you play against a good team, you're going to struggle, right? And I don't think he's a good motivator, clearly. Now, tonight wasn't the offense's problem. Like, they didn't play well in the beginning. They did throw the pick six, but they put up 500 yards and 37 uh, first downs and over 30 points. So you can't blame the Dallas offense for this loss. But, like, where was the motivation? They came out of the gate and were toasted already. They were done. Toasted. They could not stop the pack. 27 to 0. Uh, Edgar L., YouTube channel member, says San Francisco will need some time to catch up to rhythm with this Green Bay defense won't hold. I, that's the thing. Unless Purdy is just throwing it to the other team, right. which, by the way, Dak could have had at least two more interceptions yeah. in the game. He threw it right to Packers, guys. Unless Brock does that, I don't see the Packers defense holding up. I just don't. Like, I know people are sitting there like, oh, you know, maybe the Niners will take them too lightly, whatever. I think the opposite's happening. I think the Niners are like, holy crap. We got the Packers in front of us, and then we're playing in the NFC Championship game. Like, let's go. I, I think they're going to come out and get it. I, I think there's certainly the stigma of playing the Packers, right? They know them. They're familiar. There's obviously the Shanahan LaFleur yep. uh, segment to that, which that's one of the reasons why I'm so confident. Every single time 
Matt LaFleur has coached against Shanahan. Shanahan has eaten his lunch. Mm-hmm. Shanahan oh. generally owns his assistants. If you go back right. and look. Uh, by the way, just in case you're wondering what's going to happen with Mike McCarthy, Jerry Jones called the Cowboys a loss. One of the biggest surprises since I've been involved in sports. Quote, I'm floored. Let me just say that does not go well for that coach. <laughs> uh, look, and, and I don't mean to be glib about this because this is a serious thing, but like Jerry's, you know, he's up there in age. You know, he can't count. Uh, he can't, you know, wait around for this thing to get built up here. He's got a sense of urgency, I think. So I would not be shocked if we hear Mike McCarthy is fired in the next week. Probably less than that, to be honest. Uh, I think it would be a press conference tomorrow. It's, if he's fired, that's when he's going to be fired because you know Jones is going to want to try to get to the top candidates. I did think of, yeah. speaking of candidates, like Vrabel is an interesting one to me because he's a defensive-minded head coach, and that's where they need to fix it. And I feel like he's a great motivator. He's almost the polar opposite of McCarthy, right? He's a great motivator. So I could see maybe Vrabel being the pick there. And Vrabel does have a former offensive coordinator who just lost their job as a head coach. So he would have... Arthur Smith? Yes, Arthur Smith. He would have a clear-cut pick for his offensive coordinator. And Arthur Smith, when he was the offensive coordinator of the Titans, was good. When Arthur Smith didn't have anybody to rein him in, he was bad. <laughs> um, Nerd Zero Loco YouTube channel member says, Kyle Juan Kenobi has the high ground. I like that very much. He does seem pretty much like the Jedi Master to... The LaFleur Padawan, the McVeigh Padawan. So that that analogy holds. I like that. Uh, Antonio, shout out to Antonio, has always been a big supporter of us. Says the Packers play ultra soft coverage. We should be able to run them over. Debo and CMC are going to eat. Wouldn't mind if Purdy only throws 15 times. I think that the Niners could do whatever they want to do against the Packers. If they want to run, I think they're going to be able to run. If they want to pass, I think they're going to be able to pass. Like, just don't throw it to the guys in white. And I think you're going to be good. I, I would rather them come out and kind of play it safe, especially early on, and just come out running the ball. Get your rhythm. Get things going. Now, obviously, that can backfire if you're in second and 10 and third and 10, each of the first two drives. But I, I, I don't think it will. And I would rather see them, all right, let's get the run game going, get everybody's juices flowing. And once we're kind of back in that mode, we'll open up and start trying to, you know, see if we can hit them deep and, and things like that. I don't, I don't want to come out throwing – because you open the door for that disastrous beginning of throwing an interception and Fair. or a pick six or something like that. Just run the ball, play it safe the first drive. Yes, I'm saying play it safe. Just because the nature of this game, there's a massive talent level difference, in my opinion. The Packers are just not there. And you they saw it. they were talking about it in, in the graphic that there there was more receptions, yeah. receiving yards, and touchdowns by first or second year players for this Packers team than any other team in history. And they mentioned it's not even close. So I feel like if you just play it and you keep it close, they're going to crumble. They're going to wear down, especially as you mentioned with them playing 89 uh, plays defensively in this game against the Cowboys. So I feel like just play it safe, try to wear them down, and then you can open it up if you need to in the second, third, fourth quarter. Go back and watch the last two plays the Cowboys ran on offense. The Packers defensive line is absolutely gassed. They yeah. they barely even rushed the passer. And and anybody would be. It's not uh, I don't mean to say that as a criticism like <laughs> they were on the field for a long time. Um I agree with you. Start out with the run. I think the 49ers will do that. And I just I think they're going to win. 
I love it. Uh, this is exactly the scenario I would have wanted, other than playing the Buccaneers. I was going to say, the Buccaneers were, I would have liked to play them a little bit more just because I trust Baker zero. Right. Len Love is better than Baker. And Love is better than Baker. L- Love and Purdy, I would say, are pretty similar players. I saw a comment very early on in the show. We never got to it. Um, that was asking, is Love better than Purdy? I wouldn't say Love is better than Purdy. I think they're both pretty equal, but they're in the offenses that are better for them. Because in Shanahan's offense, it's all about sticking to the game plan, being able to get through your progressions quickly, and trusting Shanahan to call the right play. Purdy's better at that. For Love and Matt LaFleur, Matt LaFleur I don't think is as good of a play caller. So it's about executing, but if it's not there, ad-libbing and having that crazy, like you saw some of those passes where he's throwing it 50 yards off his back foot, jumping. You know, like that's the aspect that Matt LaFleur needs because he's not as good as a play caller. So I feel like they're better fits for each of their offenses. So I would say they're equal, but it just depends on what you want, which one you're going to pick. Just for context, you can do with this what you will, but Jordan Love was seventh in the league in passing yards this year, 244.6 a game. Purdy was fifth in the league in passing yards, 267.5. Jordan Love did play an extra game. Love, of course, threw for 32 32 touchdowns and Brock threw for 31. So, I mean, just the extra game allowed Love to pass I mean, call them equal, whatever. Like, I don't think the advantage one over the other. But if the idea is, oh, no, the 49ers have to play big, bad Jordan Love, then you have to say on the other side, oh, no, the Packers have to play big, bad Brock Purdy. You can't say one or the other. That's my point there. Uh, Jada Man says, I think the uh, the Rams-Lions determines our NFC Championship game opponent. The winner of that game will play the winner of the game tomorrow between the Eagles and the Bucks. Uh, I'll say this quickly. The Lions fans booed Matt Stafford running out onto the field. That is such weak sauce. That is such, like, first of all, Lions fans, who the hell do you think you are? Like, you have no history. You've been a joke for my entire 39 years on this planet. Matt Stafford is the best quarterback you've ever had. You had him for however many years, a decade, I don't even know. And you you didn't do jack squat with him, okay? Jack squat. He leaves you. And immediately wins the Super Bowl. And you're mad at him? Be mad at your own damn incompetence. Yeah, it's not quite the level of Chicago Bulls fans booing <laughs> a literal dead guy while his wife is there to accept the ring of honor. Yeah, that was yeah, rough. That, that's as bad as it gets, but it's not it's not good. Did you see Eminem's video? It made me laugh today. I saw he did a video, but I never actually watched it. So he said, Matt Stafford. You're my boy. Give us one. Give us this one. You know how it is. Give us this one. <laughs> that's funny. All that's right, pretty funny. Yeah, I was like, no, that's a good way to frame it. Not, hey, you're a lion at heart. You know, let us win. It was, you know how it is. Give us this one. You know what that is? That's a real. That proves Eminem is a real Lions fan. Yeah. He's not like LeBron who like shows up at all the Cleveland stuff, but then also shows up at all the Cowboys stuff. Like, no. Uh, Glass City says 2021 and 2023 playoff scenarios between these teams are mirror opposites. Green Bay revenge game. If Niners play a plus game, they win period. If the Niners play their plus game, nobody beats them. If the Niners play a plus, yeah, they they win every game. If the Niners play a B game, they beat the Packers. And I think they could win even with a C game, depending on where the Packers are at. Mm, Yeah, let's not hopefully let's not venture into that territory. Don't even explore that territory. Uh, Canis Rufus says, 
So glad we don't have to hear, here we go anymore this postseason. Kittle had it right. What's here we go? Is that a cowboy thing? I don't know. I read it in uh, Mario 64 voice. Here we go. Here we go. Very nice. Really, I don't know it either. You know what? Shout out to Mario. I know what he's referencing it with Kittle. I would assume you do too. The t-shirt. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Kittle had it right after Dallas. Yeah. Ben Richard says, is Stats a Closet Broncos fan? Am I a Closet Broncos fan? Oh, your shirt. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> like, wh- I do have clothes that are not 49er colors. Like, Let's I know go, you- Broncos country. Generally- Let's ride. Shut up. <laughs> Give us one. Come on, Stats. Let's get one Let's Ride in there. No, I You know what I will say? I don't know if anybody's noticed this. Brock Purdy always ends interviews with Go Niners. Did you notice that? Yeah, I noticed that last year. Stop it, Brock. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's, it's the on only... point for him. It's the all shucks yeah. kind of like, I don't know how to put it. It's the all shucks kind of doughboy, kind of like almost geeky. You know what I mean? He kind of has that vibe of just like the most yeah. bland of the bland type of personality. You know what I mean? Wedge Antilles, another longtime supporter here. Thank you, Wedge. Says, Dax says, here we go before he hikes the ball every time. I never noticed that. I did notice. Did you notice one of the Cowboys' checks in the game was fake Shanahan? Okay. Good good, good one. Ha! How'd Literally that work out for you? Rent-free in their pathetic heads. Don't Do you ever... think maybe they came up with that and decided, we can't save that for the NFC Championship game because we might not make it? I don't ever want to hear anybody on this Cowboys team speak again. I know. Can you imagine if they start out like 4-0 next year? They're going to start talking again. And it's going to be like, uh, go look at last year. Like Dak, Dak usually doesn't talk trap. But like Dak said, oh, going into that Niner game, I thought we'd kick their ass. Yeah. Really? Based on what, dude? <laughs> your long history of getting your ass handed to you? Like, no. I don't want to hear Dak. I don't want to hear Michael Parsons, CeeDee Lamb, anybody on that team. Like, shut up go away you haven't made a conference title game since 1995 all right the 49ers are going to play to be in four in the last five years don't say a word i don't want to hear anything from the cowboys or their fans for a decade or until you're in the damn super bowl you know what the end of that game probably did do it eliminated for the most part i'm sure there'll still be a little bit of it but it eliminated the off-season chatter from within the Cowboys fan base of Dak is the problem. He sucks when it matters. Get rid of him. Because midway through that game, that's what was going through my mind is, oh, Dak playoff showed up again. Uh, By the way, the Lions marched down the field on the Rams and stuck it in the end zone. So they are up early, seven to nothing. Obviously, keep your eyes peeled on that game. Lion, I'm just seeing some things on social media here. Uh, Packers talking, Jair Alexander, Pack is back. He said, walking off the field. So obviously he must be relatively okay if he's able to do that. Um, look, the Packers fans should be happy and confident. I actually got a text from a Packers fan tonight saying all this just to get smashed by the 49ers next week. <laughs> so there you yeah. go. You, you took off the comment that I was going to go to, but oh, sorry. Modelo time 1999 said I was waiting to see Trey Lance. That's what I'm getting at when I talk about the narrative. I think that won't get as much traction as it would have if yeah. it didn't finish the way they did. If they didn't get to the 30 points and 500 yards of offense, I think you would have had a really big debate all season long. That would have been a popular thing for the you know, national 
uh, shows to constantly bring up because it's Cowboys related and it's bound to be divide, you know, a dividing line of, Hey, let's see what Trey Lance has. Cause Dak ain't it. But I feel like that probably died with the way the game ended. It was 27 to seven at halftime. It got as bad as 34, 10. It was 41, 16 yeah. going into the fourth quarter. And then Dallas scored a couple of times unanswered. It was 48 to 16, actually, in the fourth quarter. Romeo Dobbs caught a pass. 48 to 16 in the fourth quarter. Man, I actually saw Skip Bayless. Yeah. I was going to say, this just brings a big smile to my face. <laughs> Andre Garibay says Skip Bayless was calling for Lance. I don't even know if Lance was active. I know Cooper. He was not. He was inactive. Yeah, Cooper Rush was sick, but. Uh, they, I think he was active anyway, but that's just hilarious to me. Right about this, like, do you think they pumped the brakes on that? I don't know, man. Jerry the people Cow- on the podcast, sorry, Shades by Shard or Shardol, or I don't know how you pronounce that, said Dak will make 180 million guaranteed in the offseason. They might put a kibosh on doing a long term extension. They might say, hey, we'll give you one or two years, but we don't want to commit you know, 150 plus million dollars guaranteed. We'll give you a two year, $110 million fully guaranteed deal. Here's what I would say. What are you afraid of losing? If you're the Cowboys? Oh no, we won't get to the playoffs. It's like, okay. But like, you have no shot. Like, I don't know a single person. I have been looking. I never saw a single person that predicted the Cowboys were going to win the Super Bowl. Like mm-hmm. none. Nobody thought they were going to get it done. So, like, are you really that worried about losing Dak? I'm not saying you got to go to Trey Lance. I'm saying, like, you're going to commit all this money to Dak Prescott? Like, I don't know. And you could tell early in this game, something weird was going on with him and CeeDee Lamb. Like, and they got up by a couple of scores and they cut to Dak on the sideline. And he just has that look on his face like, oh, my God, it's happening again. Like, I just, I don't know if he... If he's it, but whatever, man. They're I, I don't. I don't think. Honestly, I think what holds the Dallas team back is that defense, because the style in which they play, and this was true before Quinn got there too, is just soft. They get a bunch of corners, they go for the interception every time. They're gamblers, and sometimes that means that they get you know three, four interceptions with a couple pick sixes, and a lot of times that means they give up wide open deep passes. It was the same way before Diggs got hurt. Diggs had all those interceptions, and he also led the league in yards allowed. Yeah, a couple of years in that ago. same year, same way with Bland. Bland's just replaced him. He's going for the interception every time. That means he's giving up big plays because he constantly gambles and tries to jump the route. I feel like a lot of it is they don't have good interior. Dexter Lawrence, you know, yes, he's a good player, but he's not good against the run. He can't hold his ground all that well. He's a pass rushing guy you know what i mean like i I feel like they're missing the physical aspect on defense womp womp that's a shame (laughs) uh seeing this on twitter cowboys owner jerry jones when asked about meeting with mike mccarthy there's nothing said on that what i had planned to do was be with him tomorrow going over how we played today and getting ready for the coming week that's what was on the agenda tomorrow my agenda will be to dismiss the team ah darn you hate to see it that's uh, a shame. So, look, the Cowboys are gone. It's all about the Packers now. I'm trying to see if there's an early line. If anybody can see chat, let me know. Uh, oh, it is. Niners by 10. I see it. Niners by 10. That's the early line. You taking the points or what are you doing there? It's like my least favorite bets to make. 
Um, yeah, I think I would probably take the points. I think it's more likely than not the Niners win by 10 plus. Because I think if things are going poorly for Green Bay, Love will try to do too much. He'll do too many of those off his back foot throws and then he'll just kind of crumble on them. You know what I mean? Like I, I feel like it's not impossible for the Packers to win, but I do feel like if the Niners are winning, the pack will crumble. There's another thing about this that I don't think the Packers got to experience today because the Cowboys are tissue soft, like we said. There is an elevation in the playoffs of the speed, of the ferocity, the physical nature of the game. Every single former player has talked about it. It's different in the playoffs. It's not the same as the regular season. You mentioned it earlier. The Packers have a ton of first and second year players. They may be a year away from you know being a legitimate threat. But this year, they don't have that experience. The Niners roster is loaded with guys that have nothing but that experience. I think that they're going to be in a shock next week. I think there is a chance the Niners come out of the gate and punch them in the face early, and the Packers just never recover. I, I think this game didn't do them any favors because, like you said, Dallas is soft and the Niners are the biggest bully out there. Yes, Baltimore beat them, but I don't think, you know, week in, week out, Baltimore is as physical of a team. You can argue they're the better team. I think there's a legitimate argument, obviously, for that. I mean, they beat the 49ers. But in terms of physicalness, I don't think they're quite on that level that the 49ers are. And look, so many teams over the last few years have talked about the Niners' physicality is different. It's different Mm -hmm. than any other team. They can be physical, but they also have the speed to make up for mistakes and to get there. You know, and when you're getting tackled, it's not, oh, this guy brought me down. It's these five guys hit me and brought me down. Things like that matter. And like you said, they played a long game with a bunch of plays, that defense is going to be worn out. I don't think it helped them that they had to play 89 play. And like, yeah, they probably put some backups in, but then they put the starters back in. It was a weird, it was a blowout, but then it wasn't a blowout. Like, it, you know, my son Thomas was like, what are we rooting for this weekend? And I kind of joked, I was like, we're rooting for every game to go into double overtime, right? Because that you just want, I said, we don't root for anybody to be injured ever. Cause I, I will not do that. Yeah. No, being. I don't either. But great. Just go into double overtime. And this thing didn't go into double overtime, but you run 100 plays. <laughs> like, that's, you know, it's kind of close. There are certainly games that go into overtime that don't have 98 snaps on defense. Yeah. Uh, I'm seeing here in the chat that the Rams just scored. So that game might end up being a shootout, which doesn't surprise me. Th- those two yeah. teams, I think, are kind of like mirror images of each other. The Rams didn't turn it on until halfway through the season, but they're the two teams that are really good offensively. They have a run game. They have a pass game. They don't really have a weakness on offense, but their defenses are suspect. Their defenses will give up points in bunches. They don't have depth on the defense. Like the Rams have Aaron Donald and pretty much nobody else. And the lions have nobody (laughs) like they're starless defenses. You know what I mean? Can somebody explain to me, this was like annoying the hell out of me. People on Twitter were tweeting stuff that happened in the game before I saw it on my TV. Like I'm watching on regular TV. How are people ahead of me? I don't understand this. I'm watching it. Like, shouldn't we all be on the same page? I, I can you, no. I don't know how that's possible. I know how it's possible because I went to school for television. The way it's possible, it depends on where it's being relayed from. So the further you are 
from the access point of where it's being created, the longer it takes to get you. And it can be a five seconds difference. Now, obviously, if you go to a streaming service like I do with YouTube TV, it's an even bigger delay. Streaming services will always be like a solid 10 seconds behind. Yeah. If you're talking about the regular TV cable aspect of it, when you are really close to New York, a lot of the games are super fast like you are. But this game was in Dallas, so it took further to get to you. So it was probably a lot of people in like the Texas area, Oklahoma, closer. And it literally does make like a five-second difference or so. It's not massive, but it is a difference. I don't like it. It's annoying to me. <laughs> That sounds like East Coast bias. You're used to everything being close to you. Well, yeah. Um, it used to be, by the way, they used to route everything through New York first. So mm-hmm. it was always distance from New York determined. But I'm, I'm not 100%. I'm like 98% sure they changed that about 10 years ago. The other question is when will the 49ers play? Jeremy says it will be a Saturday game for us. Market game plan now. <laughs> Guys, we got some time. You think it'll be a Saturday game as well? Got to be. Like, they're not going. So th- this is why there will be two games on Saturday and two games on Sunday, because the Bills game against the Steelers got delayed to Monday. There are two games on Monday. Right. One NFC, one AFC. Mm-hmm. Those two winners, the winners of those two games, are not going to be forced to play on only five days rest. They're already going to be at a disadvantage playing on six days rest because they had to play on Monday. So they're not going to give them the Saturday game and make that a pretty, actually it would be completely unprecedented amount of lack of rest. So they will play Sunday. The Niners don't play either one of those teams because they play the Packers. That means they're going to be one of the two teams that play on Saturday. So here's the question. So right now we know it's it's Niners Packers. The NFC game is going to be the winner of the Rams Lions and the winner of Eagles Bucks. From a television perspective, I would think you would want Rams Eagles to be that game, right? You want the LA market and you want the Eagles who have a, a rabid East Coast fan base, right? From a TV perspective, you want Rams Eagles. Is that a bigger draw just from a television perspective than Niners Packers? Not even close. So you're talking about traditional TV markets. In terms of NFL TV markets, LA is not close to the top. They're down around 10, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, The top markets in terms of viewership and ratings in the NFL are Dallas, Green Bay, San Francisco. I believe New York is up there, and I believe Philly is up there. I don't I don't yeah. know if Pittsburgh is Philly's Pittsburgh. Definitely. Pittsburgh, I'm sure, is probably up there. I don't remember seeing them. It's been four or five years since I saw that list. But LA's not very high. So in terms of television markets and the fact that they're two his you know historic teams that have a long history of playing each other in the playoffs. Yep. It is one hundred percent the Packers 49ers game will be the game that gets higher ratings. Now the question I would have. I can't remember if it's going to be a one o'clock and four thirty game or a four thirty and eight o'clock game. That aspect I can't remember. If it's one o'clock and four thirty, the Niners will definitely be four thirty because they're the home team. You're not going to make them play early window. But if it's four thirty to eight o'clock, do you have the Niners and Packers in the middle of the afternoon when, because they're two big teams, everybody will stop what they're doing to tune in yeah. on a Saturday, which is a which is the worst ratings day of the entire year. Uh, outside of sports, sports kind of are able to break away from that. Or do you play them in the night game 
when you know you're going to kill the ratings and maybe have the highest rated game of the entire year other than the Super Bowl? That's the question they have to answer. It's a good question. Uh, honestly, I'd be okay with either one. Like, whatever. We've yeah, either one, no. either one, it's different. Fourth, for me, 4.30, my kid's still awake. So I'm going to be like yeah. you know, having a little bit of a distraction. She's three. She wants to play with me. So it's not going to be 100%. I can just lock in on the game. Um, she will. <laughs> my wife knows the drill. Um, hopefully she's not listening, but she knows the drill. Try to, try to like, I don't ignore my kid, but at the same time, like try to keep her entertained. So she's not coming to me as much. If it's the night game, she's in bed. So I'm able to lock in. But then there's the aspect of the instant reaction. I don't like doing instant reactions at midnight. Yeah. I mean, selfishly, I agree. <laughs> um, I'm just seeing some things on Twitter. The Packers have more playoff wins at AT&T Stadium than the Cowboys do. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so good. Uh, that's terrible. Skip Bayless has filmed his annual video of him throwing yeah, Cowboys memorabilia in the garbage. Like, Skip, just use the one you used last year. Who cares? This is Nobody knows. Just use the one you used when they played the 49ers. Right. Like I, I This don't. year. He posted that in week five this year. Kenneth Conklin says, I want Philly in the NFC Championship and Chiefs and Ravens in the Super Bowl. I'm not that guy. I want the easiest possible road. The Super Bowl doesn't count any less if you beat a bunch of scrubs to get there. Like, I don't care. I have no pride when it comes to that. I want the title at the end of the year. If that means the Niners get to play the easiest people, it doesn't count any less. Would you rather have the Lions or Philly? Philly, this is the weird thing about Philly. They have good players, but something yeah. weird is going on there. Like, I would not be shocked at all if they lost to the Buccaneers. Something weird is going on with Philly. A.J. Brown is is out, declared out for the game already. He scrubbed mm -hmm. his profile of all Eagles stuff, his Instagram. Like, yeah. something funky is going on with Philly. So, I, again, I don't care. We're the best team in the NFC. We are the best yeah. team in the NFC. I don't care who's in front of you now. Smoke them. Go out and kick the hell out of them, and let's get back to the Super Bowl, and let's win the damn thing like we should have done in 2019. I, I do go back and forth on Lions-Philly for the same reason. Lions, I feel like there's a little more danger to them. Like Their offense is capable of just being on. If Goff is not going to throw interceptions, that mm -hmm. offense has some crazy weapons to it. If they're not, like Philly, I'm not scared of them at all. But I recognize talent-wise, they are the most talented team left in the NFC other than the 49ers. So talent-wise, let's say they go and they beat the Bucs, right? And then they they end up being this, like, getting their confidence back. Sorry is what I'm saying. They right. get their confidence back. They go and beat a second team in the playoffs. I feel like if that's the scenario – that Philly team is not going to be the Philly team that you've seen in recent weeks. They're going to be the Philly team that has their confidence back because they just won two playoff games. Yeah, so that's I, I, I think I would rather have the Lions in the NFC Championship game because of that. Um, but then, like, if it's the Lions, then the Lions would have won two play. Like, whoever you face is going to have one. Right, but I see what you're saying. Right, the the Lions, as they've played, are certainly the team that you would least want to play. But I feel like Philly has that higher level too. Philly is capable of going into a slugfest against the 49ers and standing with them talent-wise. So that I, Lions do not. Lions do not have the ability to stand in the ring with the 49ers if the 49ers are off. 
Frisbee Life says you play who you play. It doesn't matter. Bring any of them on. That's, that's generally how I am. Yes. Like, that... would I love to see the AFC have chaos and a bunch of upsets? Absolutely. Right. Like, what what upset are you looking for? Because you got Lamar, you got Josh Allen, you got Patrick Mahomes. Like, so what upset are you looking for there? Because it's almost Stroud. definitely one of those three. CJ Stroud. I was sitting there cheering them on. Great. Beat the beat the Browns. Thank you, Jamico. That's one yeah. less thing we got to worry about if we get there. Um, but yeah, I agree. Like, and and look, they still got to beat the Packers. We're sitting here talking about the NFC Championship game. They still have to beat the Packers. But if you lose to the Packers, that's a disaster for the 49ers. All the jokes we're saying about the Cowboys, like you could laugh just as hard at the 49ers if you lose to the Packers. I don't that's think right. they will, but if they did, yeah, you you would have to clown the 49ers also. Absolutely. Like the 49ers got the rest that the Cowboys right. didn't. So how can you possibly sit there and not get clowned for that. Like I, I know what the storyline will be if they lose and it's going to be 100%. You shouldn't have rested in week 18. Yep. Yep. You could, you could pre-write the, the little narratives right now. I, I was getting, I was so annoyed today because everybody was bored waiting on games to start. Yep. And they were saying, somebody put out a tweet saying of the teams that rested in week 18, one team won, one team lost. So yeah. You already have sites for, you know, examples for each side of that argument. It's like, that's not the argument people were talking about. It's about resting in week 18 and then having a bye week. Right. You understood, for example, the Rams resting people because they didn't have to play in wildcard. They're playing right yeah, now. Right. 49ers didn't. So that is a little bit different. By the way, the Rams only kicked a field goal and mm-hmm. it looks like the Lions have just scored again. So it's 14 to three. Lions right now over the Rams. I'm sure Detroit's got to be absolutely out of its mind right now. Do you, um, you remember what I said about everything coming up roses the last like four weeks for the 49ers in terms of every NFC team crumbling? Like they, the 49ers at 12 and five should not have gotten the one seed. But Dallas faltered, Philly faltered, yeah, the Lions faltered. Uh, 12, I mean, 12 wins is a lot of wins. 12 and four, 12 and five. That's, no, since they went, it's only been what three seasons, two seasons. I don't even remember now, but 12 and five, like 12 and four is iffy on getting the one seed in a normal year. Now you have 17 games, 12 and five is not going to get you the one seed very often at all. Wedge says, to be fair, if the Rams get knocked out, Kyle will have zero excuses for not winning the Super Bowl. The path has never been clearer. He doesn't have any excuses anyway, whether it's, yeah. you can't. The Rams, the team you've beaten, well, I guess now they lost to the Rams, but you had beaten them nine straight times when it actually mattered, when you weren't playing backups. Like, that doesn't give you an excuse to say, well, that's why we didn't get to the Super Bowl. No, you have no excuses left. This is it. This is your year. You're rested. The Cowboys are out. The Eagles might be out by the time, you you know, you would have to face them. Like, this is it. Do your job. Handle your business, as the kids (laughs) say. Stand on business. And... Let's go. And I'm super excited. I can't wait. This week has been like pulling teeth to get there. I'm so <laughs> I literally this morning was watching. I watched a long video of every Brock Purdy touchdown pass this year. Like I'm desperate to see the 49ers play again. I was like all geared up like, all right, playoff football, one o'clock. And it got to be like one o'clock. And I went to turn it on. I'm like, where's the game? Oh, son of a, that's the one that got moved. Yep. And it, that's when I tweeted out waiting until 4.30 on both the Saturday and Sunday of uh, Super Wild Card Weekend sucks. Yeah, it is brutal. But at least we got a couple of playoff games tomorrow. That's going to be fun. Uh, we, we got through the tough part. 
But uh, yeah, so like I said, 14 to three Lions. Uh, we'll be here with you every step of the way. Oh, Full White says, Rob, that's not the right pronunciation. It's standing on business. My bad. Sorry. Uh, look, I'm 39. What do you want from me? Anyway, that's going to do it for this edition of the show. Thank you, everybody in the chat. We appreciate you. We know the matchup now. Niners, Packers, next week. Get ready for it, baby. Hopefully, we will be back in the NFC Championship game for the fourth time in five years, Levin. And don't forget, go Broncos. This is not even Broncos colors. It's blue and brown. Like, yeah, there's an orange collar. Big deal. The sleeves and shoulders are brown. Uh, I, I just wanted to see how much it was bothering you. You know, if you didn't react at all, I probably wouldn't do that. But the fact that you just reacted tells me it does bother you, that everybody keeps bringing up whatever you wear. You have to, like, literally start going to your closet before we go out and going, all right, what am I going to wear so people can't get after me? I literally just ordered a new shirt from Homage, which if anybody that watches you, we love Homage. You can get cool Niners gear if you click the Homage link in the description of this show. I just ordered a new shirt. It's the NBA Jam shirt with Jerry Rice and Steve Young on it. Like I have, I'm literally acquiring new Homage gear. And I think they have a sale today too, by the way. You get $20 off an order of $100 or more. So click the link in the description if you if you need to gear up for the uh, playoff games. But like, so I'm adding more 49ers stuff to my wardrobe. I just happened to throw on this one shirt today. So I would have different colors on when the Niners are not playing and you still, it's not good enough for you. You know, the best part of all this is the fact that when we did our gold standard OG show on Thursday, I was wearing a purple shirt. And before we went on, you said, why are you wearing Baltimore Ravens colors? And I had to show you it was a Darkwing Duck shirt. And nobody brought it up on the podcast. See, that's why I love all of our listeners, because they, they know the deal. Go after Rob, make fun of what Rob's wearing, and leave me alone. Maybe they just feel bad for you. Uh, Brisbane, it might be, yeah. As I have to see if there's some Niners Toy Story crossover <laughs> merch somewhere. The funny outweighed the mean, so very good for you, Brisby Life. I like it. Uh, thank you, everybody, again. Uh, we'll be here with you, good, bad, or ugly. We'll have instant reaction shows. We'll, we're live every single day on YouTube. So please like and subscribe to the channel. Click the little bell. You'll get notified every single time we go live. So you don't want to miss anything. Um, Vish is back from India. So uh, he was back last week. So we got that show going on again. No more call-in show, although we still love your, your comments. So please join the chat and throw them up. But we will be here with you one week away. Niners. Packers. Enjoy the rest of the uh, NFL playoffs tonight. Less than a week, six days. (laughs) We'll talk to you tomorrow.